Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, and Steve Ditko created Spider-Man, X-Men, the Fantastic Four, and the Avengers, timeless characters whose stories were retold in the modern day with the creation of the Ultimate Marvel Universe. Join us as we journey through My Ultimate Year. Hello and welcome to My Ultimate Year, the comic book podcast and reading club where we go through all of the Ultimate Universe, one issue at a time. I'm Charlotte, the comic book Rainbow Belt, and I'm joined today by Zach, who, and this is exciting, Zach just became the new president of the United States of America. Hi Zach, how's it going? And can I be your vice president? Uh, yes, my first executive order as president of the United States. And thank you. What a surprise to win when I didn't even put my name into the running. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's... I know, right? That's my favorite part. <laughs> I had no idea that uh, I was even being voted for. Um, yeah, but and my like, first. No one was voting is... for you like ten minutes before the end of the of the election. Like people started voting for you in ten minutes, you were elected. That's kind of impressive. I know it's it's incredible. Um, it's because I just had that one tweet that went viral, and people were like, yeah. "This guy gets it." Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was Simonson slander to be clear, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but for some reason that really resonated with the. Um, the, the, the Bible Belt, I guess, and you know, you need their votes. <laughs> uh, the um, my first executive order is to open up the presidency to twenty one year old French w- women. So uh, that's twenty one, twenty two. I'm sorry, twenty two. I forgot how old you are. Twenty two. Yeah, twenty twenty two year old. Because right now it's like you have to be a naturalized citizen. You have to be at least thirty five. Forget that. I want Gen Z Frenchies in here. <laughs> And, yeah, now the only uh, requirement it is to speak by saying hon in each sentence. Hon, hon, hon. Mm-hmm. And specifically, 22-year-old French women. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you are not 22 in French, uh, you're not allowed. Yeah. So, That's just how it Charlotte, is. watch out, because when you turn 23, you're out, <laughs> and I'm going to find a new, cool, young French woman to replace you. <laughs> Incredible. Which is also true of the podcast. So, uh, you know, oh. the clock is ticking. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. that's... Not boring at all. <laughs> no, it's 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 very uh, sexist and ageist of us. But ageist yep. in the... Uh, the ro- well, I guess it is. Uh, ageist of being that a 23-year-old is too old. I don't know what I'm getting into. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stop this. Cause <laughs> well, if you're already tired about uh, dumb discussions around uh, fictional American politics, well, get ready, because we're talking about <laughs> United yeah, Stand, yeah, United yeah, Reform. Uh, that, that's a very good segue. Is yeah. I, I, All that stuff I was just doing, that was all intentional. I did that on yep. purpose. There was an intentionality behind it because I was skewering these comics and how <laughs> uh, kind of muddled and confused the politics are in these. So, like, if you were rolling your eyes at how stupid all that sounded, well, joke's on you because I did it on purpose. Yep. So, today yep. we read um, <laughs> we read the Ultimate Universe events. Is it, like, divided with full United Stan or is it the opposite? I think it's... Which, yeah, I, I have to issue a correction for because last episode I, like... I don't know. I decided to plant a flag in like 
being very fussy about like, well, that's <laughs> stupid. Why is it called divide? We fall, unite, we stand. Why don't they call it the other way? They're just being. No, it makes sense. They did it for a reason. And I don't know why I like. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> yeah. I decided to get like no. mad about that. <laughs> I have to say, I got uh, confused when you said that, and I thought maybe you thought the event was, like, called Divided We Stand or United We Fall <laughs> or something, and no, you... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I think back on that, like, rant, and I'm like, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yep. you know, it's for a reason. It's because, you know, first they're divided, and then later they're united, so they want to start out with calling it Divided We Fall. Yeah. So, yes, it, uh, it makes sense. It's because the the event is split into two chunks, and the first, like, four months is Divided We Fall, and the next four months is called United We Stand. Yeah. So the, the event um, is spread it's across... It's yeah? the event. I, I don't know. Did, did you dig this? I, I don't think it's, like, top-tier event stuff, but, like, I kind of enjoyed this. I, I had a good time with this, like, despite, you know, some complaints we'll have, like, uh, I think this more or less worked in, like maybe worked as well as any ultimate event. i'm trying to think of like an ultimate event i liked more and i don't no. know if i have one yeah no i, I completely this, agree this works well. i think it's like, the best yeah. ultimate universe event we've read um like it's which is a low bar to which pass, is, <laughs> but, uh, yeah what's yeah. the second best because we have ultimatum it's not that we have yeah uh, we have ultimatum we had like the ultimate Avengers power it's not that <laughs> yeah ultimate power was pretty awful um maybe what was the yeah, I mean, magneto versus ultimates one like ultimate war or something i think that was fine yeah i i, I don't I, yeah ultimate war you're right yeah yeah um i mean they also like they have these small little events which like here's a, a four issue mini series yeah but it's not like really an event i guess yeah and so this they, is I, really I a like line-wide event across the yeah. three main titles yeah and it, it's solid like but even the worst of this which i think i'm gonna put Ultimate X-Men is the worst, and then Ultimate oh, okay. Comics Ultimates as the middle, and then Ultimate Spider-Man up top. That's how I'd rank them. Interesting. Um, but even the lowest one, which is Ultimate X-Men, I don't think it's bad. I think it yeah. uh, it's kind of entertaining. Yeah, no, I, uh, that's that's so, interesting that you put X-Men at the lowest. I don't necessarily disagree. I, but yeah, I agree that it's none of them are particularly bad. I have things to say about all of them, but I think the, the batting average is pretty high. Um, yeah, yeah. So th I think the like the main thing of the event is that it's the fallout of what Hickman did with like destroying mm -hmm. Washington which, which actually is the best event. Yeah, <laughs> to be well, clear, yeah, that's, fair. that's that's not fair. really an event. It's just two, <laughs> it's just two comics, two series running in parallel. Uh, yeah. but that probably was the actual best of it. But it it works anyway. Yes, and that's something we we said at the time, which is that it works very well as leading the Ultimate Universe in a new direction, and this is the fallout of that. It's like yeah, chapter two yeah. of that new direction, uh, which is interesting. So now, after Washington D.C. was destroyed, the United States are in shambles. Um, a lot of states have seceded from the Union. We have like a series of states uh, led by basically Elon Musk. <laughs> On the West Coast, <laughs> uh, the yeah. Texas is its own uh, nation, and then you have uh, mostly states uh, still uh, under the, the U.S. presidency. Um, and you found like the th three main titles: X Men, Spider Man, and Ultimates uh, in that new sandbox. Yeah, in in X Men and Ultimates are the most involved. Spider Man, it's kind of in the peripheral, like it's just kind of background to what's going on with yeah. Miles Morales. Um, and uh yeah let, let's i think the easiest way to talk about it will probably be like one series at a time because they don't yeah. real really cross over too much there's a little bit but for the most part they're just kind of three 
threads of the same thing, and Ultimates is really the core. Um, before we get into that, just want to say, if you're listening along, you can find all the issues to our comics in the show notes uh, of this issue for this for what we're reading this week and for next week, as always. Uh, you can also back us on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month and get access to the complete Mild to Meet Your reading list, as well as the My Marvelous Year reading list. Um, Patreon also has a bunch of other cool features you can check out. And reviews on Apple Podcast are really appreciated. We haven't had a good one on here for a while, so uh, I'd really appreciate it if someone listening who hasn't gone given a review hops over there. We always love to see those. So, yeah. yes, you. please. Um, yeah. So this is uh, it, it runs basically like X Men fourteen through eighteen, and then Ultimates and Spider Man thirteen through eighteen, yeah. or eighteen point one for each one. Which I, I I don't know. There's there's a lot of point one issues in here, which maybe is just like. They wanted an extra issue squeezed in. I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're basically just kind of epilogues, like teasing yeah, but what's why going why to come. Just call it 19. Next. Yeah, no, it's it's. it's it it might have been because uh, they came out like weird 18 branding. came out in that month, and 18.1 also came out the same month. Like they just put out an extra issue that month, and yeah, they didn't want to confuse it. So I was gonna say they yeah, might at uh, least like fuse them together and make it one big issue about teasing what comes next but that's something they did after mm, uh sure. <laughs> oh, right before um hickman's ultimates and we didn't like that so <laughs> i don't know what i want yeah i didn't like that at all they, and these yeah. are good Th- these don't feel like uh teases for the next thing generally they um they feel like kind of wrap-ups on what happened yeah more or less. so ultimate comics x-men we have a new creative team here which you know, thank God that Nick Spencer <laughs> run. Like, even I, I wasn't. Yep. I wasn't as negative on it as you were, but you know, I was not <laughs> excited about it. Um, we've got Brian Wood taking over here, and then pencils. You've got Paco Medina and Riley Brown. Um, and Brian Wood immediately kind of simplifies the the whole thing. Um, he makes it uh like like a road trip comic, I guess, with Kitty Pride. Uh, Jimmy Hudson, which is Wolverine's son, who's basically just another Wolverine, Iceman, and Rogue. Yeah. And they are heading out west to help with, um, like, mutants are being rounded up by Nimrod sentinels and yeah. put into kind of concentration camps. Like, now now the United States is in uh, disarray, like, out west in the South American Southwest. It's like mutants are just being rounded up and shot and thrown into mass graves. Yeah. And you've got, like, roaming militias that are kind of analogous to, like, right-wing, like, white supremacist militias that exist now, you know. Um, but if they get the power that they, you know, actually deserve, or not deserve, oh my god, excuse me, <laughs> that they desire. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that is a big yikes. Uh, that they desire, not deserve. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, it's... Interesting. I, I think this it, it works in that it has a clear conceit. Um, it's not overly confused. It's not like Nick Spencer's thing where there's so many threads going. You don't really yeah. know where to focus. Um, Kitty Pride gets to the Southwest and she meets Nick Fury, who who's back and he's been in hiding. And they they hand wave away his death by being like, "You fell off a helicopter. How'd you survive?" And he's like, <laughs> "I've got my secrets." And then that's all we know about it. <laughs> Which like, Fair. I, I mean, Fair I think enough. it's stupid, but like. <laughs> Yeah, kind of just a pre- I mean, I don't I don't really appreciate them doing this cuz I wish they would take it more seriously, but I I do kind of laugh they also at the, don't like, need a dumb, just uh, to be like a dumb reason. Yeah, well, yeah, I saw you get shot in the head. How are you still alive? Uh, wouldn't you like to know? And then we just never find out. <laughs> <laughs> and just like 
just being like, well, because it's Nick Fury and we're not going to well, actually kill him. Isn't he? So, this- isn't he a Hulk now? Like, didn't Mark Miller make him a Hulk? Oh yeah, well we've <laughs> no, that's good. Like, that's a good point, but no, that doesn't come up anymore. No, yeah, that doesn't come up. But that. like, that's technically canon, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, that was actually very fun. I don't remember who wrote that, but I loved all of them becoming Hulks. Yeah, I think that was. Um, I mean, that's definitely Mark Miller. I don't. Think, yeah, I think it is. Mark yeah, Miller. yeah, that's, that's a good point. Which, yeah, um, that's weird. Too. Then, that's not uh, something I think about, but technically, the Falcon. Nick Fury and two others that I don't remember who they are are Hulks mm-hmm. <laughs> now. Yeah, <laughs> they're secretly yeah. very just tiny Hulks. Um, yep. <laughs> and then we get a little Generation X stuff here. So like Paige Guthrie shows up as Husk, and there's one other Armor, right? Uh, um, yeah, and Armor if, shows up. I don't think Armor's Generation X, but he, I mean, young new generation of mutants. Okay. Yeah, I think she's. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah, we I, get. Yeah, I don't know. And we get Kid Omega, who doesn't really actually do too much here except just seduce Rogue. Um, yep. So I think I think these work. I think um, Brian Wood, who I'm not too familiar with, uh, d- does a good job in keeping like the focus tight. My big issues with these are that it's kind of got like like it's playing with um, it- it's playing with analogies towards like I said like concentration camps, mass graves, white supremacist militias. Right, but it also doesn't really want to wade into those waters. So, like, there's a scene where they all go into a diner, and while Kitty Pride's in the bathroom, like a militia just comes in and accuses them of being mutants, and they just shoot James Hudson in the head. Since he's Wolverine, he's okay, but um, like they're just killing kids, right? Yeah. And then I think Bobby freezes one of them, and that maybe Jimmy Hudson kills one. And they're all, like, aghast, like, oh, my God. Like, you can't just kill them. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, like, when Nazis rule, right? Like, when they have power <laughs> and they're indiscriminately, like, slaughtering, you know, like, not indiscriminately, like, systematically killing and, you know, genociding people, that conversation about, like, ah, oh, we can't kill them. We have to just punch them until they give up. Like... Yeah. It, it just feels very silly and naive and, like, they're trying to, it, like, if you can't actually do this, then don't even enter the waters of playing with this, right? Like, the, the idea that, like, during a war <laughs> with uh, white supremacist militias that, like, I don't know if we should be killing these guys when, like, we're then you're cutting to shots of, like, mass graves being filled with, like, teenagers' <laughs> bodies. Um all that stuff, you know, it, it just feels like they're trying to, like, use that for heightened effect, but then they don't want to actually, like, have that conversation or have an interesting conversation about it. Um, yeah, yeah, or, like, they're, they're, that's, that's, or they're, like they're, they don't want to, they're superhero teens to be okay with murdering people, which, like, yeah, okay, I guess, but if you put them in that situation, then that doesn't quite work. Um, so, yeah, I agree on that. I will say that I really, really like uh, the idea of making this... Like, X-Men, in this context, kind of like a Runaways title with just four mutant teenagers, um, Mm -hmm. like, driving across America. That's very interesting, and I almost wish uh, the, the whole comic, like... The during the whole event, it was just that, or it was the closer yeah, it, to that. It shifts into the resistance thing pretty quick. Yeah, it but shifts I, uh, I agree. into I, like Cutie Pride becoming a revolutionary leader, which doesn't work as well as you would hope. With that, I think that's an interesting idea. I don't think uh, it's done as well as the, it could have been. Um, well, because it doesn't, it doesn't take cues from like the the thing is, if you want to do this resistance stuff, 
right? Of like resisting a, a genocidal power that has taken hold, right? Like you look yeah. for the historical analogs to the French resistance, <laughs> right? Like yeah, you, you look at like what those were like in real life and you try to apply that into the superior context, but doesn't really want to do that, right? Like it no, doesn't and I th- actually want to grapple with that because it doesn't want your kids sneaking around assassinating Nazis <laughs> or assassinating yeah. like, mutants, uh, human supremacists because it doesn't want to wade into those waters, right? And I also think so, like, part of the problem maybe, and that's maybe a problem with uh, the wider event, is that it's a temporary thing that you know by the end of the event it's going to be maybe not completely resolved, but the state of the world will be different. And that, that state of systemic, uh, I mean, basically genocide against mutants won't last beyond the the events like it will have repercussions but like you can't have a like now from now on for like maybe one or two years of comics the state of mutants is there the resistance during a long time long um during a long war which Mm -hmm. no this is just a temporary event and we don't have the time to give it the focus it would need and I think yeah, by the right. end of I mean, the event, you know, it... I'm I'm most disappointed that uh, the the ultimate the United States don't stay divided because I think that's like a, an east of west style. Uh, now the ultimate universe is five different American nations, and the ultimate comics are in that new sandbox. That sounds very interesting yeah, to me. I mean, that sounds like a way great, more that's a great fun idea, direction. right? Because... Well, one of the issues about this this entire event that I have, I think my my like largest issue, is that it doesn't um, it doesn't have the like the texture of detail that like a Hickman can bring to something like this. Yeah, where like like all the different areas of America that are divided up feel like really fleshed out and really robustly detailed in yeah. a way that like leaning into this like the new era of Krakoa for X Men and being like this is the new thing for at least like four or five years right like yeah maybe this won't be forever but like let's really commit to this and so that you know like we could do x-men comics for a year of them on the road because there is like that gives you a chance of like really seeing the new cultures and societies and the new uh like divisions of people that crop up and having them react to it so like there there is somewhat a lack of specificity to this that i think of the entire event that i think it suffers for um there are like there are like small touches that I appreciate, but like almost none of them go deep enough. And we'll get into it when we get to the ultimates. But like hand waving away some of it by being like, "Yeah, mind gem," that really just yeah <laughs> took over people's mind. That that's very disappointing. Yeah, like, I think like maybe it that, sounds like know. a weird criticism to be like, "Oh, I think one of the problem with this event is that it's too short, or it should have been like almost a whole era of comics." Like that's the general idea for the events should have been should have lasted longer, so that uh, like writers have the time to focus on it more. Uh, but yeah, well, I mean, listen, I mean, we have. Let me do some quick math here. 60, 70, 86 issues of the ultimate line of comics left. Period. Right. Like yeah. What from where we've read, we have four four more episodes <laughs> to cover, and about eighty five comics left. So like. Yeah, I, I don't know if at this point they were looking to the future and being like, I think we're going to wrap this whole thing up soon. But yeah, I agree. I think like, and, and not having it be an event, right? Like, have it be a, just a new status quo yeah. for the Ultimate Universe 
and then they can really dig into it. I think that's a great idea. Like, I yeah. think you're really, you're on. And something. like, we'll talk about it with uh, Ultimate, uh, Ultimate Comics Unit, Ultimate, which is still a terrible title. Uh, but like, the status quo by the end of the event isn't completely the same. Like, it's still different yeah. from like real America in significant ways and in interesting ways. Uh, but I mean, we'll talk about it. But I still think like, yeah, that status quo of, uh, different nations at war and like the United States divided. That's, that's an interesting, interesting new status quo. It's still, it's still weird. Yeah. All right. Well, let, let's, let's shift to that. Cause I'm, I'm pretty, are you, do you have anything else about X-Men to talk about? Um, I don't think so. No. Yeah. No. It, it's, it's oh, it, my, I, my only last thought is still yeah. leans into what I was saying before, which is that like, it does then a- after showing these militias as like people who will just indiscriminately shoot children, <laughs> because they think that they're the, the wrong type of person, uh, yeah. then it does set up all the people that they have to fight are just robots. You know, it's it's literally like the same reason that they were doing this yeah. back in the um back in like the Silver Age and on the X Men Animated show, which was like, well let's have them fight robots because we can't have Wolverine slicing up people. And I'm like, that's two thousand twelve and you're showing like the the mutant children being murdered, but they don't really wanna have that be like them fighting real people. Yeah. So, uh, you, yeah. you know, it leans back on... I, I sound very bloodthirsty, but also, you know, like, if you're going to wade into the territory of, like, literal Nazis, <laughs> right? It's the same <laughs> thing of, like, Captain America, the only thing t- he'll do to a Nazi is punch them. Like, yeah, I, I mean, it's... like, we see... You know, in this okay comic, kill we, Nazis, see, right? like... we see little neo-Nazis kill teenagers. So, yeah, I think it's fine to see the, the same teenagers fight back in this, like... In equivalent ways. Well, in literal yeah. war too. You know, yeah. I'm not talking about like I, 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 I'm imagining a straw man in my head being like, "Oh, so it's okay just to kill somebody that you've labeled a Nazi in America in 2022?" I'm like, no, like that's, that's not what I mean. I, like, but in World War II with literal genocidal Nazis, right? Which is like they're drawing lines here, thematic like analogy to that. Um, you know, like in war, it is okay. It, it, necessary to uh kill fascists yeah <laughs> right like in a literal war yeah. so two, yeah I, I think that part two big things i forgot so. to talk about uh for x-men mm. one thing is by the end of the of these issues like it's set up that kitty is kind of like the new leader of the mutants or at least the, the few mutants slash x-men that are left and she's like mm-hmm. there's one teenage mutants that has uh like magneto powers basically and who likes yeah, 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 yeah. like lashes back against no her me. and yeah. in like telling her that she shouldn't be trying to to make peace with the humans and she like should oh be yeah we have for- to get into that because that, that's actually the the, yeah. the offer that was made to them I think that's really interesting yeah so like basically the it's set up that Kitty is going to be kind of the new Professor X and she's put against this teenager called I think Mac Two which is supposed to be the new Magneto like ideologically generally. But it's put into the context of um, Captain America to to make peace, kind of, with the um, the mutants, or at least like appease the situation against mutants in the United States. Proposes a mutant cure for people for mutants, like if they want to. But by the end of the comics, like it's if like, they want to reintegrate, they can become yeah. cured of their mutant powers, or they can get, he will give them a large chunk of federal land to create their own, you know, mutant nation on i.e a reservation right so like there's all kinds of stuff that's loaded in with that of like well maybe it sounds good and well-meaning but like we know in real life how that 
kind of turns out. <clears throat> right? Yeah, because like, like the, I mean, it, I think uh, they the literally language... call one issue like reservations. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's the next uh, like the next arc is called Reservation X. I think, and yeah. um, and like right now we see like the camps, I guess, or places where mutants have to go to get the quote unquote cure. And they're basically like the language that's used on, on like to describe those is basically conversion therapy. Like I know, I and, and I, 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 I felt that and like that comparison being drawn. I think that's a dumb comparison, <laughs> right? Like being gay is not like being a mutant. <laughs> I don't think like no, at yeah, least th- when you're drawing these lines, because like yeah, and there I are think some that's mutants where who- the that's where the mutant metaphor gets muddled. Is that if you're trying to make this a metaphor at the same time for World War II genocide, um, c- queer conversion therapy, and like Native Americans and reservations, like that's you can have, you can do all three at the same time, especially when you're talking about people with superpowers. Like that, you have to be more focused and choose one lane, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, th- it's, it's messy for a bunch of reasons. Conversion therapy is not real right it doesn't work <laughs> yeah you can't also. actually just you know force force a gay person to become straight so it's not real versus the cure in x-men which literally strips them in mutations right like so yeah. it doesn't work on that level but also there is like they don't really have this discussion and i wish they did of like there's a decent argument to be made that like some people like some people making that choice to strip themselves of their mutant powers is totally valid right like it's kind of viewed as people like giving up their culture or something, which like there again, there are interesting, complicated conversations to be having that if you draw the comparison to like disabilities, right. Um, For like the deaf community, right. Like some people in the deaf community view cochlear implants uh, as like insulting (laughs) and something that they would never, they they don't want. Whereas, you know, people outside the deaf community would be like, why wouldn't you want to just be quote unquote cured? of your disability and the deaf community does not see it that way because they, you know, don't view their deafness as like an impairment necessarily. So like, that's a conversation to have that like, there's all these different points of view and people who are like Morlocks, you know, who like can't pass as human, like why, and their mutations are just like physical mutations to make them look like a bird boy or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, something why would like anyone that's, hold it against that that's person been done in the Krakoa era, that- like in 616 recently. And like getting closer to yeah, almost like a metaphor for trans people, like ha- tra- like having um, uh, gender reaffirming uh, surgery, like to deal with body mm-hmm. dysphoria yeah. stuff like that. That that's not at all what's yeah. being done in this Ultimate uh, X Men comics. But like mostly, you just get the core X Men like rolling their eyes and being a little like like someone asks like um, uh, Kitty Pride if she's gonna get it, and she's like. No, <laughs> like very yeah. dismissive, and that's about the depth of the conversation. Um, yeah, so, so it, like, it seems like something. It's that an interesting could, idea, I think, yeah. but like it's yeah. not but dealt with there. as as deeply as it should, maybe, and an maybe it idea. will be yeah. in f- like further issues. But right now, yeah, it's yeah, not great. Yeah, and I really didn't get the. Um, I, I mean, the thing is that that also is how they're establishing this rift between Nomi uh, as Mach Two and. Yeah. Kitty Pride, right, as kind of a, a, like you said, a Professor X Magneto kind of breakdown, where like Nomi is 
uh, scornful of Kitty Pride for even like considering working with the federal government here. But at the same time, I'm like, well, you haven't really laid out the arguments yet, <laughs> right? Yeah. So like, this doesn't feel th- this is not an interesting tension between the two because I-, I don't really know the stakes. I don't really understand where everyone lands here. So yeah, it's it's just a little thinly drawn. Yeah. I guess is uh, what we probably both land on. Um, let's talk about Ultimate Comics Ultimates. <laughs> um, <laughs> Trouble title. This is the one where, like, the main core of the United States crumbling. We get to see the most of that. And Perf- Captain America comes back. And I, I want to point out, this Captain America is different from the Ultimate Captain America no, yeah. we've This seen is before. 616 Captain America, basically. More or less, right? Like, yeah. I, I think... Yeah, basically, like, I, I don't really see much difference between this and the 616 one. So this is not the, like, nationalistic Captain America, the, the you know, borderline fascist <laughs> yeah. Captain America that we've seen. I think the seen, main difference with Miller 616 is this Captain America seems more, maybe not eager, but okay with getting involved in politics and leading the nation yeah. than 616 uh, Captain America would, which, like... Will be in a way that I actually really appreciate. Yeah. So uh, let, let me say it's uh, Sam Humphreys is writing here. And then we've got a bunch of different um, pencilers, Billy Tan, Luke Ross, and maybe some others, um, Matt Miller on colors throughout. So like a, a big, um, oh, a bunch of other colorists too. Sorry, there's, there's a huge yeah. list here. But yeah, a, a bunch of different creative teams, but Sam Humphrey is writing. And um, I uh, just want to say actually across the board, all of this looks really good. Like, I think all these comics, like, look good to great. We'll call out the few, like, comics I think look excellent when we get to Spider-Man. But, like, overall, like, pretty good-looking comics. Um, yeah, so, so we, we can cut right to the chase with Ultimates, because I think it's the most interesting about, thing about it, is that the the acting president, who is, like, the Secretary of Defense, who, because Washington, D.C. was wiped out, the line of succession led to him, a corrupt senator calls for his with his recall and for a new election trying to put in their own guy and what happens is that captain america is like fighting in the i think in texas to stop a nuclear bomb because texas is nuclear armed and they shoot a uh, <laughs> a nuke towards new york <clears throat> and uh in the shield and captain america go in to i don't know if it's houston i can't remember if it's houston or dallas it's dallas um going to dallas to like stop this bomb and they become like national heroes during this like special election, and Captain America is elected president. Yeah, um, I love this, and I love that he accepts because it, it's not. I don't know if it's something I'd want to see in six one six, but I think it's really fun to like. Like we had this in six one six back in the the eighties. I think it was. Is it Grunwald or is it Demetrius? I think it's Grunwald. It's Grunwald, yeah. Actually, Th- like yeah. the the choice, like yeah. Yeah, where where he gets, you know, like, the offer to run for president, and it's pretty clear he could win if he wants, and then he turns it down. Um, yeah. I mean, they cleverly, like, sidestep the <laughs> the issue of, the real world issue is, if you want to be president, uh, that should disqualify you from being president, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, the, the, the fact that anyone wants this job should, like, make it so that you don't get the job, because, uh, you know, no no one should actually, like... The, the only good presidents we've had are the ones who, you know, like, in the early days who were, it was foisted upon. That, that's not true. That's, you know, a very reductive point of view. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, wanting that power should disqualify you from getting the power. Captain America doesn't even know he's, like, in the running, and he gets a phone call saying, like, he's been elected president. Uh, 
so he accepts and i think this is super interesting i think it works like a big smile on my face when uh when he becomes president and then just like as president starts like charging into these war zones <laughs> and is like the president is here and he's like out there punching just random guys um <laughs> i think yeah. i think it works i think it's pretty fun um i and the i have to more yeah. or less him Oh please, no, no, go on. No, I have to rectify that. It's neither Demetrius or no um, Grunwald. It's actually a Roger Stern story with like uh, oh, Captain okay. is offered the presidency basically in six one six and he refuses. But I think the Grunwald callouts is interesting to me because this made me think of his um, what is it, Squadron Supreme? Because by the end of the events, the mm-hmm. Ultimates are basically in charge of leading the U.S. And that's very interesting mm-hmm. to me yeah. that from now on the ultimates are just are not just america's super team they're america's leaders basically that's an, an interesting new direction yeah. for for the title and the universe there's a there's a, an interesting moment in this when the villain of all this who is uh thor's son modi who's like manipulating events to drive divisions between all these american factions he has the mind gem and he's like manipulating all these people but he he gets into Captain America's head and we get the sequence of events of like that Captain America, you know, it, it looks like to us he wins. He wins yeah. the, the war um, and then it shows like the next several years of, you know, like there are still dissidents and there are still like terrorists. They've just slunk into the shadows and in order to stop them, like Milt. Uh, martial law hasn't been like let down for like three years and you see yeah, drones you see bursting him become people's more houses and more authoritarian see... or, or at least you don't see right, him directly you see, like, but America... you see the impact of his presidency on the united states and it seems like it's a pretty authoritarian and this is all in his head yeah yeah which is an interesting like nightmare or fantasy <laughs> like it's not quite sure I, i'm pretty sure i read it as like him viewing it as like his fear that you know if he ran America he will just turn it into a police state. I mean, I think um, so because in the I, I like that, in the his vision you see him like there's a big parade in New York City for for his victory and everything. And like by the end of the comic, I don't know if it's Monica Chang or Carol Danvers who's like, hey, the New York mayor is asking again if uh, he can throw you a parade. And like Captain Okay is like, mm-hmm. no, I don't want that. And like. I don't need that. Yeah, they but know so, what we did. We don't need to be yeah. celebrated. I, I, like, like he doesn't want to be like turned he doesn't into. Want to replay the what happened in his vision. Yeah, he doesn't want to be turned into like a um, you know, like like a a celebrity, <laughs> which yeah. is too late. Or um, yeah. Uh, so it, th- this suffers from a lot of the same issues I have with X Men, less so, but um, where where it's still wading into like this is very much about the divisions that you know that are already at the heart of american society and they get um just amplified by modi doing this but there's a little bit too much of like well modi is just like when modi is defeated at the end the mind gem is destroyed almost all of the uh you know neo-nazis the height literally hydra yeah (laughs) are all just like what am i doing i would have never done this which is uh you know, like kind of an annoying cop out of like, yeah, like, you know what? Normal Americans they wouldn't be doing this, and it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, the, there's the, that. The next decade has really proven you wrong on this. Yeah, th- there's definitely that, and there's also like once again, it's like, but it's also because we want the United States to go back to being united by the end. It's like, no, it could be interesting if like a lot of American citizens decided to just revolt and join Hydra. <laughs> That could be interesting, and it's well, like and then, and and by I don't the fact that the out, like, big villain is actually an Asgardian god seeking revenge. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and the um, I mean the the other issue is that I think like the motivations between like of the people who are dividing up America are a little thinly drawn. Like it's literally like rednecks with trucker hats sitting in a boat with shotguns <laughs> are like the right wing thing version. Yeah. And then one of the parts that frustrated me is that California is trying to make like a technocrat utopia. Yeah. Or like the the West Coast, it's California, Oregon and Washington, I think. And um and they start to like refuse to take in refugees and they want to start securing their borders and Modi is promising them that he can do it with they have like technological superiority with this drone these drones that they have and uh the drones just start like mowing down refugees and i think that was actually like very sharp (laughs) that like quote-unquote well-meaning like liberal silicon valley liberals are actually just as like bloodthirsty and imperialist when it comes to uh you know refugees and illegal immigrants and you know wrap it up in a little bit more niceties because like Google right now, uh, Google just took a multi-billion dollar Pentagon contract. Amazon uh, works on <laughs> defense for, you know, like the Israeli uh, cloud defense system. Yeah. Uh, you know, like all, all these Silicon Valley companies have are, are elbow deep uh, in blood, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so like, but it lets them all off the hook, which is the frustrating yeah, part Yeah, there's no repercussion. It's like, by like, them all being like, we never knew it was going to do this. And it's like, I wish it had really like skewered them more. You know, I think that... Yeah, because the like, West it, it Coast was slaughtering Rednecks, immigrants. But, and Texas yeah. literally launched a nuke towards New York City. And there's no repercussion by yeah, the end. Right, right. Yeah. So it, like, it, it really wants to like skewer the right wing coded people but it uh it really wants to let its like liberals <laughs> off the hook which is uh it's just frustrating to me yeah. because uh yeah 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 i, I think it could have i think that would have been a very sharp <laughs> insightful uh because it's very easy to make fun of like you know white supremacist rednecks uh it's a much less obvious target to you know point out that google uh you know secretly and well secretly out in public has a lot of blood on its hands yeah um, so, I, yeah, I, I was annoyed that it, uh, you know, pulled back the uh, the reins on that. But um, overall, I think this works. This works okay. Like, these comics... Uh, again, like X-Men, it moves along. Like, I, I'm, I, I'm like you. I wish it had kind of dug in deeper and spent more than five issues on this. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, overall, I, I think this works. And I, I, I like, you know, I, I think it worked okay in pivoting Captain America away from what we've seen before. Um, I didn't have too much of a problem with it becoming, like, a new Captain America. Yeah, no, yeah, and I like, like I said, I'm very interested in where it goes next because I, even though we're disappointed mm-hmm. that yeah. maybe this event doesn't have like doesn't last longer, maybe we'll see more lasting con- consequences in the like next issues. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious about that. We'll see. Yeah, the the like the following arc is called Reconstruction. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll see, and I know that like um, like it ends with Tony Stark kind of creating iron patriot which might be like be interesting if he fills kind of like a u.s agent role right like the two of them have these clashing ideas about how to you know like put back together america yeah um okay and then so last but not least because i think it's the best of the three is ultimate comic spider-man do you agree with that do you like these the most like i did uh probably i think i like Parts of Ultimate Comics, Ultimates, better, but overall, I think I agree mm-hmm. that Spider-Man has a higher batting average. Average. Mm, okay, especially well, 
thing is actually like i like the first half of this a lot before he kind of gets too sucked into the yeah that's stuff um yeah brian brian michael bendis i i think this is a really good character you know like i fussed about him being on this run for so long but he's doing a good job with miles morales like he's really um he's doing something that he did with peter parker that i really appreciated which is that he's making the tension on this kid's shoulders feel very real like yeah the weight of the responsibility um which is like the core of the character of spider-man is the like it should be the weight of his responsibility should feel real and pressing and like crushing and not whiny which is you know the mistake that some people make is that like there's a weight of responsibility on this person's shoulders and they're you know peter parker and he's just being a big baby about it yeah <laughs> um but like making them making them both teens peter parker and miles morales and miles even younger really drives home like this is too much for a kid um yeah and like with, right and like, with peter i w- like when when there's debates between him and like captain america the ultimates with him like no i should be able to be a spear I, I should be able to fight like the ultimates being like you're way too young like with peter parker i can be on peter parker's side here like yeah, you're very young, Miles. You should. You're going to get killed. Like I, <laughs> it's like it's an mm-hmm. it's yeah. interesting because like I'm, am I on Cap's side here? <laughs> in, in the way, well, I mean, after the 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 last arc with his uncle dying, yeah, right, where he thinks he's responsible, he thinks he's killed his uncle. Um, I think that all works really well. Like a kid would blame himself for that. Yeah. Like the way he writes it, that Miles has like is blaming himself for his uncle's death. I feel feels like very realistic and very well well observed um so i i really like that aspect of this and then the other part is that um gwen stacy and aunt may reach out to miles and like want to meet him uh and then captain america like crashes the party uh but they give him the web shooters which i had no idea how he got web shooters eventually because i'm like he's not a little scientist kid so he's not gonna make them on his own like i wonder how he's gonna get web shooters i didn't even think of this this is such a sweet like i i really like that the like handing passing of the guard or changing of the guard of yeah. may and uh, gwen stacy like handing over the responsibility with the web shooters yeah and like it felt like for from the moment where he gets the web shooters and them then him swinging across the city for the first time i just had what's up danger in my head the whole time and i, I felt like reading the yeah right sure. i felt like reading the comics that inspired the spider-verse movie more than like the actual Spider-Verse comics or even like more than Spider-Man. Um, yeah, that that was a mm-hmm, very, yeah. very fun moment. And maybe a lot of it is like from my love for the movie. But I, I thought that was a very, very, very good moment. Yeah. And uh, let, let me call it Brian Michael Bendis, obviously. David Marquez, Marquez on um, pencils and then Pepe Larraz on pencils later yep. on. And uh, David Marquez does like a really weird web like the way he draws webs is very strange uh and i really like it i mean it's like it's the Todd mcfarlane design of like it's there's 10 different strands and there they turn against each other like there's a spiral strand going around the main strand except that it looks goopy uh which todd mcfarlane's does not todd mcfarlane's looks like a kind of a, a stretchy dry rope this looks like really wet and sticky and goopy in a way that's like kind of gross but uh <laughs> i think like visually is really interesting and i like that there's a really fun moment i think the first time he ever shoots it like the actual web itself spells out thwip like the, Ooh, the word thwip is written in the webs That's oh really you, oh, you should go check it out uh yeah. it's like 
a, a long panel that's uh, a vertical panel and the it, yeah it's it's a little subtle but um it's it's very fun okay yeah i got two guys anyway yeah great art on both of these i want to call out like i actually really really like david marquez's art here um like yeah. the, the scene with the rhino when captain america and him are fighting the rhino together really really good stuff so i think like kind of standout art here yeah Justin and at Ponsor first i, I didn't even realize puns. that it was in sarah picelli because i think they have very mm-hmm. similar yeah, art styles either. and both look very yeah. very good uh, it was also interesting to yeah. see and Pepe, Pepe Larraz because I know him yeah. for like 2019 or like recent X-Men stuff, which is like some of the best comics out I've ever seen. Like this is interesting to see him is, six is years he, before that. Is he Hawkspox? Yeah, he he does House of X. Yeah. Okay. He, yeah. He's House of X. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. great. Uh, I really, yeah. I really like his stuff. Um, and it, it's excellent here. So yeah, the first, the first half of this is, um, yeah, Miles meeting Captain America basically being told you're not ready i don't want you to die and you will get killed um and then uh, just the stuff between them and aunt may is great i guess mj is there too but she feels a little superfluous which is fun. yeah she literally shows um, up in the middle of the scene and it's like wait why why won't you why didn't you show up with the the other two why are you hiding um yeah uh-huh and also even gwen stacy gets the go get him tiger line right in front of mj if i was mj i'd be pissed that's that's her line. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that's... Oh, also... In, oh, go ahead. No, no, please. Go go on. Oh, I was oh, just going to say, like, yeah, it feels like uh, Bendis doesn't really know what to do with MJ now. Like, May and um, yeah. and Gwen are doing the, the role of, like, the the former support, uh, surrounding group of Peter and, like, now passing the torch on to Miles and maybe they'll stick around uh, here and there. And, like, it feels like MJ doesn't have much to do with Peter not being here anymore. Yeah, 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 I kind of agree. And then also, I gotta say, issue, I think it's 14, because uh, it it ends with Captain America, Gwen Stacy, and Aunt May all, like, meeting Miles in some warehouse or something. Yeah, and then 14 starts out with Gwen Stacy yelling, Captain America, you are a jerk, and it's mimicking the Professor X is a jerk Xavier panel. Is a jerk, yeah. Katie Pride. Bad, bad reference, I think. Very un, very unearned reference in my eyes. Uh, <laughs> no, it, I the, the lowest agree. form of like, hey, you recognize this, right? Like, th- there's nothing more to it besides like, you recognize this. It doesn't match the tone. There's nothing about it that matches except just trying to like visually match it. Yeah, and it's been done so many times by now. Like, no, I, I haven't seen it before. But, oh, like, I've seen, I've seen it so many times. It, so yeah, I think it's it's yeah. very overdone. I mean, if you got to do this stuff, you got you have to like nail it so that you know, like it feels appropriate, right? You have to like take that material and like if you're going to steal it so wholesale, and you know, you have you have to earn it some way, and like that it needs to be yeah. like, oh well, this you know, like feels like an evolution of that scene. This is like a very close parallel, right? Like, oh, whatever, some, something. You you have somebody else who's now yelling that at uh, Kitty Pride, <laughs> maybe. You know, because Kitty Pride <laughs> is now like older in the Professor X role, something like that. But this is just literally just like here's a visual reference to something you like. Uh, you know, clap because you recognize it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have anyway, to look it, at it. it really like that mad. a version it's, of that like with a, a younger mutant saying, <laughs> doing that pose about Kitty Pride and saying Kitty Pride said the N word. <laughs> I'm sure there's that somewhere <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, the second half of this is uh, Miles, like, proves himself to Captain America twice, I guess. Like, he fights the Rhino, and then Captain America is kind of okay with him maybe joining up. And then 
Miles shows up to join the Avengers <laughs> and then has to like web up a bunch of shield agents. Uh, and then Captain America's like, no, wait, you're not ready. And then he has to fight some Hydra agents and Captain America's like, yes, you are ready. Um, and yeah, then he, he saves his him. life from the most boring version of Gorgon. And like, that's it. And like, Cap completely switches and like, he's the, he defends Miles against everyone. And he's like, nope, he's part of the team now. He's just an ultimate. Like, is he? <laughs> I have no idea who Gorgon is. He's like he's a um he's a favorite of a Hickman in six one six. He's a, he's an interesting character. Oh, I'm I'm looking him up. He didn't premiere till Wolverine number twenty in December two thousand four. So yeah, he's a pretty I, recent character. Oh, uh, by the by the way, <laughs> it's fitting that I almost said by the way because it's Batroc is in uh, this comics. <laughs> mm-hmm. By the way, <laughs> by the way. Uh, oh, that was more German than anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Batrock is here. Uh, yeah, Bat- I, I like Batrock's basically just Batrock. I mean, it, it, in the... It's it's the best version of Batrock, like, just being 616 Batrock. I know. I, I still, like, I, it still annoys me when Bendis does this. I mean, I was happy to see Batrock, but it does bother me when Bendis is literally just like, yeah, it's the 616 version, but he's here now. But like, would you something? prefer, like, the Falcon and Winter Soldier version of Batrock? Because I wouldn't. <laughs> No, uh, actually, making him German would be funny. Uh, just like literally, just no. take him and make him another like Let very extreme European stereotype. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I, I think that actually would be a funny twist on him. Just make him like you know, like a, a puss in boots style Spaniard, right? Like the most you know stereotypical Spaniard. Okay, you or, know what? Uh, You're giving hmm. me an idea. I think the only thing that would redeem MCU Batroc in my eyes. Is like him appearing in She-Hulk or something, and the the main character calling him out and having a Quebecois accent instead of a French accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yo, I was gonna say the the way you could do him in the Ultimate Universe is just make him Quebecois instead of yeah uh, instead of Parisian French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and no one would know except for you. Um, or no, no yep, and it would be very annoying. But... <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he dead in the MCU? Didn't he die in the Wil- Falcon and Winter Soldier? Uh, I don't yes, I did. can't remember. Yeah, I think the power broker killed him. Yeah, I can't um, remember anything about uh, that. Yeah, yes, yeah, she did. Um, anyway, yeah, just as well because kind of lame. At least he got some like purple clothes in that show. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, so fun. He he joins up with the the Ultimates and then like he's off fighting. Um, like Hydra, which one issue is kind of boring. It's him just fighting a bunch of like, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird reading these after all those other ones where we're like, well, the X-Men, like, should we kill Nazis? I don't know. Like, do we, do we kill the genocidal white supremacists? Like we're a little, and then Miles here is just murdering a bunch of Hydra agents. <laughs> like it's, it, they're, they're, it's that kind of thing where it's not drawing attention to it, but like he's, um he's, you know, way up in the sky with a bunch of, guys who are in like tony stark armor and he's causing them to yeah. crash in each other they're exploding <laughs> and like they're, they're all just going up and fire explosions a thousand feet up in the air like those guys are all dead and miles is killing them all <laughs> and it's yeah. just like completely moving on past that um I, I thought that was a little dull like the big battle scene but then when he gets separated and he just has to fight uh, a giant woman yeah who's uh, like it, th- really good <laughs> do you know who that is Cassie Lang, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Is that Cassie Lang though? Because is she Scott Lang's yeah. daughter in the Ultimate Universe? Yes. They call him. They well, call I'm, her Cassandra. I'm only seeing it because I'm on the wiki page. I okay. don't think I noticed. Uh, I mean, they call her Cassie, the time, but, but I don't. I don't know. I didn't know they called. Yeah, her it, that, it so. is Cassie Lang. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I guess she's going to be back, apparently. We'll, we'll see more of her, which is very strange. You're the biggest um, Skesseling hater. Yeah. No, no, it's just the actress. I just hate that little girl. The character's fine. <laughs> that little girl? Ugh, terrible. Well, happy to say uh, she, she got recasted for the next movie. Like, for the second time? Yeah. Because we already saw her as a, like... A teenager in Endgame, but now she's a different teenager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, really? I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. Oh, hey, this is this is out of nowhere. This is absolutely nothing. But uh, did you know the MCU is going to do a Werewolf by Night show this Halloween? It's not a show. It's uh, I think it's a or, like, like a special, like the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. <sighs> I know it's weird, right? Uh, it's that's, Gail that's... Garcia Bernal, like yeah. an actor who's way too big to be doing something like that. <laughs> that's. Un- I mean, that's expensive, um, and I think they're doing stuff in, like other horror characters i think maybe man thing is on that or stuff like that 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 sounds very fun to me yeah that'd be that'd be fun building up their little like 70s horror corner yeah um anyway that's we'll probably talk about that on my marvelous year variant at some point but um anyway i liked i liked that one that was a very fun idea of like um just having miles fight a a giant woman (laughs) yeah and Uh, i think that's a good pairing for a fight like that that works in yeah. like I think Civil War has a similar scene of uh, Peter fighting uh, Giant Man. That's like I think that's R- really a, okay. That's well, yeah. Oh, oh, in the movie, yes, yeah. Oh yeah, sure. yeah the movie. And there is there is a very funny shot where she uh, collapses and Miles is like looking up her like at her face, but like Miles is framed between her giant breasts, which are not like particularly drawn like titillating or anything. There's not like. Uh, it's not particularly sexualizing, but just a 12-year-old boy uh, f- framed in her cleavage, and the look on his face is really, really funny. Um, that, yeah, that's, that actually, that's just... not something I think about, because it's done well, but, like, she's not sexualized. And, like, <laughs> if this was no, Ultimatum really. or 75% of other Ultimate comics uh, before then, it would have been in a way that would have been very, felt very weird. Like, yeah, that's very yeah, refreshing just, that just they the, don't do know. that at all anymore. Like, the artists yeah. don't do that. Yeah, it's it, it's a fun. I like guess it's a fun concept, and the fight the fight's pretty good. Um, also, Giant Woman. It's my favorite Steven Universe song. It's a great song. Ooh, I get that song stuck in my it? head all the time. It's a good one. It's a good one. Oh yeah, I love that song. Yeah, <laughs> that one's really funny to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, I think that's it. That's more or less it. Yeah, good event. Uh, I I think like we both, you know, not like an all time great, but like. It but works. I mean, no, the I, fact I, that the our, universe... our main criticism of it is that it doesn't last longer is a pretty good. Yeah, uh... yeah, that's an interesting. <laughs> that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could could be fleshed out more. Like not. Yeah, not top tier, but like for the ultimate universe, like where the bar is pretty low. But good. Like the fact that all of it is readable, right? Like all twenty issues of this are very readable. Yeah, all and, readable. Very solid like, art. It never around. felt like a slog. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just works. So, um, we have uh coming up next episode thirty-one, which we only have thirty-four episodes total, so not not many more. Yeah. Um, we've got more Spider-Man, more X-Men, more Ultimates, a little bit of everything, and then we have a four-off or four-issue miniseries, Ultimate Comics Wolverine. So, That's which I'm assuming is about Jimmy Hudson. Yeah, so I'm not like that excited. About it. <laughs> um. We've got a couple more little minis coming up. Uh, there's a there's another um, Iron Ultimate Man? Comics Iron Man. Yeah, coming Which up. I think does the, some. The ma- I, I think it was that. teased at the end of uh, some of those issues, and I think it's the Mandarin thing. And uh, oh yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. We were seeing little winks yeah. 
about that. Yeah. Also, you know what was funny is that Johnny Storm's at the beginning of the Ultimate Comics X-Men. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. Because he's, he's like, left behind, but we don't really see too much of him. And then Sue Storm is just here with the Ultimates, like, in the background <laughs> we see her fighting, which is, like, kind of funny that she's just relegated to being, like, you know, Spider-Woman, basically. Just someone who's in the background. Less than Spider-Woman. Spider-Woman gets a few scenes. Yeah, like, with Miles. Probably the the character has the least to do here. Um but Ben Grimm is totally just out of the picture because he's, yeah. you know, not Rocky anymore, right? Like, and they're, Rocky them, aren't they supposed yeah. to get married also? Like, they're a couple oh, now. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. They're yeah. a couple now. So yeah. It's good that he, he's not here <laughs> it's a good at point. all. Yeah. yeah. I think we're going to get a little bit more um, Fantastic Four before the end of the Ultimate Universe. So Yeah, you know, I think we'll in Ultimate, we'll so I'm, I'm curious about that. Well, there's there's an Ultimate FF that happens. It's the last in our last episode. We'll have six issues of Ultimate oh, FF. Yeah, I'm assuming right. that stands for Fantastic yeah. Four. So <laughs> anyway, uh, how so, amazing uh, yeah. would it be if one of the last <laughs> one of the last Ultimate series was like Ultimate Frightful Four? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it right now. I just because I'm curious uh, what this this is. Uh, Ultimate FF Volume One is. Uh, Okay, well, it is not the fant- <laughs> It's not the Fantastic Four. I'll is, say that. is it not? Uh, it, it is not. <laughs> okay, it's not. Um, and it, but it is not the Frightful Four because that would be awesome. Um, it's not. It's something I've never heard of before. I don't know if it's part of uh, okay six one six or if oh, it's a ultimate. What the hell is that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it is. It's a Hickman thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll we'll get there. I don't want to spoil <laughs> it, but we'll get there eventually. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Like I said before, um, head over to patreon.com slash my marvelous year. Uh, reviews on iTunes are appreciated. You can find the episodes in the show notes. You can find Charlotte, uh, my marvelous year on Twitter. She's recently taken that over for me. Thank you, yep. Charlotte. And on the Instagram, I guess you're going to start trying to actually, uh, yeah, I'll try to, do something to on that, which that a bit. neglected for, yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that's going to do it. Uh, thank you so much, Charlotte. For being on this episode with me thank you <laughs> and we will that's it we won't end of episode yep <laughs> bye I got it.